I'm Kier. And I'm Alyssa from In Defense Of, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts and guests. Be sure to check out all the other podcasts available at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready, because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Nintendo wants you to play with cardboard. Thor escapes Apple early. Laura Croft is raiding tombs once again, and much more. So grab your spoons, because the soup is served. Welcome to Digital Soup, episode 58. This is the only podcast that has fewer subscribers than Logan Paul. Oof. We're the only? <laughs> it, wasn't he uh, uh, the Crocodile Dundee? That Logan Paul? <laughs> Crocodile Dundee? <laughs> I think That's you... not enough. This is a knife. <laughs> I thought he That's... had that movie at the beginning of 2017, you know. Where was it Paul Hogan? Yeah, that was Paul. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking Hogan Logan, Paul. you know. Well, you know, it's interesting. You said that. Have you guys seen the the kind of teaser previews for um, Dundee? Yeah, who's the guy? Danny. Danny McBride. McBride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I've not seen to anything be, about this. Oh, he's supposed to be Crocodile Dundee's son. There's a new movie called Dundee. Oh, coming up. wow. Well, and I didn't see what it was, but I saw something about uh, Chris Hemsworth also doing some kind of Crocodile Dundee thing. I, I didn't get to watch it. It was just same just movie. Thor himself. It? Yep, it's the same because the little clip has Chris Hemsworth waiting. He's he's waiting for a plane to land out in the. Australian Outback, and then Danny McBride gets off the plane, and Hemsworth is holding up this sign that says Dundee on it. He's oh, like, are okay. you Brian Dundee? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Really? What do you keep saying, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to check that trailer out. Adam, can you find a link to that and, and stick it in the show notes? Because, yeah, I think that'd be funny to watch. I haven't seen the full full clip. I just saw the news headlines. 10-4, good buddy. Awesome. <laughs> I suppose I should let Jason introduce us. Yeah, let's, 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 <laughs> let's get blocked. to that. Yeah, intro. <laughs> intro blocked. Let's, uh, let's go on. Uh, joining me today in the Digital Soup Virtual Studio is Adam and Usually Dave. How goes it, gentlemen? Mm, I'm depressed. It's going you pretty are? good, though. Well, hold on a second. Before we get into that, I just got one thing here I got to do. Aww. Oh, my favorite sound effect is the Price is Right losing a horn. Harsh. <laughs> yep. Uh, as uh, all of our listeners who actually watch football know, our beloved Vikings uh, actually didn't show up for the game yesterday. They were still back, probably in the locker room, just you know maybe playing some Xbox or something. Because well, you know after the first eight minutes of the game, there really wasn't much uh, they did. Well, they showed up on that first drive. It's just they disappeared somewhere. Oh, that was so brutal. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've I've never seen 38 unanswered points by a team that is supposed to have one of the best defenses around. Mm-hmm. And you take a look at them offensively, man. They have so many weapons, uh, you know, in Thielen, Murray, Diggs. Uh, you know, and I I just you know, as all of us, you know, us three. I mean, we were texting back and forth again during the game. Is we're just. You know, I'm going to use a, a, a term from, uh, you know, our grandfather's generation, but I was flabbergasted. <laughs> it was a good old fashioned slobber knocker. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, we'll get into that later, Dave. But uh, yeah, I, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, disappointment abounds, but we'll we'll still support our team. 
We do. Oh yeah. Do. I mean, you you have you can't be a fair weather fan. I mean, I mean you we, can be, but you you could be, and you know, it's just with the Vikings. We were talking about this earlier. It's it's that we get disappointed uh, a lot. I mm-hmm. mean, granted, the last you know last week's game, they by the skin of their teeth they pulled that one out. I mean, it was pure luck. Uh, yep. The the stars aligned and that last play happened. Any other you know time, the scenario would be that Marcus uh, Williams would have just did a wraparound tackle and he would have been held in bounds and the game was yep. over. It was, you know so technically we should have been out last week. Yeah. And, I have to say, I still don't think this loss takes away from how awesome that was, though. No, oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. So you mean awesome. last week's game? Yeah. Yo, no, that yeah, that 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 is the total polar opposite of this game. By the way, last week's game was exciting. Uh, so many aspects to it. You know, the the lead changes that kept happening, and of course, you know, the pullout win at the end, which was the talk of every <laughs> sports channel. What what's so funny? I'm sorry. As as you're saying as you're saying the pull out the pull out win. I don't know who's doing it, but I'm seeing all kinds of shenanigans in our show notes. Oh jeez, I gotta story. go back to the show notes. I and guess. well, I've been trying to correct them. I'm like, man, when I was typing these, what was I thinking? And then I'm realizing there's a cursor following me around. I'm sorry to, to derail you there, but there's a story coming up that that I, I may or may not, it might not be appropriate, but I may or may not tell you what was being typed as you were saying a pullout win. <laughs> oh, so no. so I'm, I'm Sorry, here guys. trying to do point. a good show, and you guys are just fooling around in the show notes. No, I, I'm listening, but, you know, I... I <laughs> I, I've got something for you about the about the game coming up later in the show as well that I'm not going to get you now. That's why I'm not saying too much at this moment. So, okay. you know, I think though, not to not to cut off the Vikings talk, we are extremely disappointed. And you got to give credit to to Nick Foles from the Eagles. I mean, he played out of his mind. He he tore us up in yeah. in the defensive backfield. So, I mean, credit to him. Good luck. I hope they can knock off the Patriots because I'm sick of seeing the Patriots win. But I know we'll get a little heat about that from at least one or two listeners that are diehard Patriot fans, but that's okay. You know what? And I, I could understand it too. Like, say the Vikings were the same caliber as uh, the Patriots, and they make it to the the Super Bowl, you know, so many times in a row, and they've won several of them. I, I could see people not wanting to see the Vikings in the Super Bowl again. So I do understand it. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't. You know belittle or hate people that were saying oh no not another Vikings Super Bowl I mean it's it's great for Patriots fans and it would be great for Vikings fans if we're in the Super Bowl right but, uh, it's not to take away from the Patriots I mean they're phenomenal I mean the, the fact that uh, they've been able to win this much is unreal in this day and age with the NFL and how it's structured for parity between teams but that being said, I'm still sick of seeing the Patriots there. Yeah, and and I'm I'm strictly an NFC guy, so it doesn't matter who is in the Super Bowl. I'm always rooting for the NFC. So, oh, if if the Eagles would have a near field chip, <laughs> <laughs> well, knowing that the Eagles won, had the Jags pulled through and, and knocked off the Patriots, you can bet I would have been cheering hard for the. Patriots you know what? Next week. <laughs> I. It, you know what? I kind I really did want to see uh, you know the Jaguars in the Super Bowl. I thought that would have been a, a cool combo: of Jags and uh, Vikings. You know, two teams that at the beginning of the the season you would have never thought would have been in the Super Bowl. 
that would have been a very interesting bowl. But uh, if they would have made it, you know what? I, I you know, I kind of maybe would have rooted for uh, the Jaguars. I, yeah. Dave hates them, but uh, you know, I no, I, don't, I just said <laughs> I Dave at so. Digital Soup. I, I just said I would be rooting for the Jags. <laughs> I know, I'm so what you're talking about. You heard it here first. Dave hates the Jags. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I have a correction to issue. Okay. Yeah. Dundee doesn't get off a plane; he gets off a bus. I was just oh. looking at the trailer again. Oh, that is a huge difference, dude. Huge. Uh, so huge. I mean, so let's move on full steam ahead from this segment. Speaking yeah. of steam, right? and maybe move move forward with talking about Amazon Go. Yeah. And Do you how guys they see have, this? They've opened uh, yeah, the doors. Yeah, I saw some images of it. Yep. Their first unmanned store. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know someone is going to figure out a way to get product out of that store without paying for it. Hey, just cut the power on the outside and walk out with all your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I wonder what would happen, because uh, this is going to be like, what, in New York? You know, some of the big cities first, well, I'm this assuming. this one was in Seattle, I think, wasn't oh, it? Oh, really? Okay. But uh, if there is a major power outage, I wonder if the doors automatically lock. But that would probably be illegal to lock people in. Yeah, it would probably be a safety issue, but I guarantee they Amazon. have a UPS generator and Go ahead. I, I would think knowing Amazon, you'd see big steel doors come slamming down, mm-hmm. locking everyone in. Armed and then it'd, get, it'd turn into like one of those crazy mystery movies where everyone in the store has to figure out who the one person was that was stealing and they all start turning on each other <laughs> and it gets all crazy. Oh. And in the end, the or if they're trapped in there like the mist. Yeah, and then they find out oh, at the yeah. end oh, it was just a movie. computer glitch and no one was really trying to steal, but yet everyone in there is dead. Yeah, that's why there's concern about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I wonder, being, yeah, being Amazon, uh, I wonder if they might have uh, armed drones flying around the building. <laughs> they could, DJI, you know? DJI hmm. Phantoms armed with little machine guns. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Interesting concept, though. I mean, are we going to see more and more of this? It looks like right now they don't have any push to expand this. Yeah. Well, but, it's, uh, this is totally a proof of concept. I mean, they got to see how it's going to work yeah. in the real world. Well, they bought Whole Foods. Yeah. And well, so they're, they might expand. Yeah. Yeah, they, they might. And I mean, credit to Amazon. Everyone's saying from all accounts that this first day went off without a hitch. I mean, everything was flawless. I'm reading uh, this story on theguardian.com with some U.S. news. And they talked about the, the guy that wrote the article or the woman. I'm not sure who it was, but... Um, had gone in and, and done their shopping and intentionally tried to trick the um, camera system in there that was reading everything and, you know, picked up a couple items, put them back and stuff, and ended up picking up something else. And Amazon had everything exact. And so, you know, the, the real big concern is that if this goes off and continues to work flawlessly, it's the concern on the job market side of it because will you see more and more stores going to this avenue? There's already rumors that possibly Walmart may be looking at doing this as well. And you look how many people will be losing jobs because of this. So mm. that's kind of a uh, scary thing to think about. Have but. you have you ever been in Walmart before, Dave? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. What's uh, that? Well, I've been to Walmart before. And um, Your, congratulations. I would, <laughs> he says it like he's been to Disney World. Yeah. Well, what what I'm trying to get at here is, uh, unfortunately, uh, the mess, the masses that go to Walmart sometimes are not on the highest educational level. Well, and are they going to figure out how? I mean, they they can't figure out how to do the self checkouts. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> have you ever been behind that's people to self-checkers? <laughs> All these big dum dums go to the wall. Just what I was thinking. <laughs> Adam, I so know you go there. So how are they going to be able to handle it a hundred percent on their own? Well, it sounds like the the way this Amazon store is working is basically when you walk in, you've got the Amazon Go app. You swipe it through the device on your way in. And it does everything else for you. You throw stuff in your bag and you walk out the door and they say within a couple of minutes, you've got your receipt, um, receipt, basically virtual receipt. Your credit card is charged and everything else within about 10 minutes. So um, pretty interesting concept. Although, I mean, can you think about it? And this, obviously, they're going to have to have people to restock shelves and things like that as products right. run out and all of that. Or drones. Clean Intelligent up drones. Yeah, right. Clean up <laughs> messes, all of that stuff. But... And this type know. of system is not going to be cost effective for a lot of, you know, the no. majority of stores, considering you have to, I mean, if it looks like they're using sensors and cameras to try to figure out oh, who's yeah. getting what. Yeah, um, multiple so. cameras all over the store. That Every product yeah. probably has yeah. some type of, uh, you know, tracking yep. well, that's what I was tag or at, something. At first, right? is it radio? But it looks like it's if it's just, you know, if it's a combination of, yeah, I mean, how much of this product do you have to keep putting a little chip in or a sticker on or. Well, and the you other know. interesting question is if no one's there to do anything when you check out and you just throw it in your bag and you end up walking out, well, that chip is still there. So who's to say it's getting turned off properly and not just following you home and everywhere else you go? That's a good point. They probably don't have a chip on there because that would be pretty expensive to mm-hmm. not be able to reuse these chips. <laughs> I, I'm thinking, I'm wondering more if it's not a system more to do with cameras that are reading stuff and then sensors that are, are picking up on the shelving itself, maybe. Um, when something gets lifted, but I don't know. I have well, to the, read more about that. But well, the the article says the cameras recognize product when it's picked up and add it to the visitor's virtual shopping cart. So basically, every time you pick up an item, it's just adding it to your Amazon cart. Yeah, and you walk out of the store, and it's assuming that you're good with the transaction, so you're not stealing. Hmm. Well, a real but, test of the system would be for um, Amazon to like go to the uh, local retirement home and probably bus <laughs> over about 50 retired people and see if they could do it. That is Dave at DigitalSuitPodcast.com. Oh, no, it is not. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. So uh, let me ask you this. If it's camera-based, what, what if you just like hold open your coat and cover what you're grabbing? put it in your pocket and then how does it track that i mean if it's all camera based how does it see everything yeah what if somebody has an umbrella (laughs) i don't know what well that's yeah there you go i I don't know but i I find it fascinating that our first instinct we're looking at this new tech and everything else is like well what if we could you know hack the system or break it or get around it this way it's not like wow look how great this but that's the role of security (laughs) testing is to see how you can how you can get around the system Mm -hmm. so so amazon bring us in fly us out to seattle we want to go test your amazon go service well granted this is just a convenience store so it's like a 7-eleven right right i was gonna say you know for a fact that amazon did probably put out a call to a lot of you know hacker groups, et cetera, and they wanted you know people to come in and try to break the system so that they could figure out uh, some ways around it before they actually went live. I'm sure they did that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Nah. They're like nah. whatever. They just flipped the switch and said, "Go for it." Yep. Amazon, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. That's you know what I could go Amazon. for? I could go for some uh, longer battery life in my Apple products. I was going to say you could go for some apples. <laughs> Mine was better. 
a seg fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a seg foot. <laughs> I like my apples dipped in caramel. <laughs> um, Apple's allowing users to finally turn off that intentional battery slowdown. And I almost read that as international battery slowdown. Like, time for an international battery slowdown. So Apple CEO Tim Cook is saying that in an update coming in February, they're going to be rolling out a feature allowing users to turn off the battery slowdown. Of course, that is also going to uh, make your battery not last as long if the if the in true intention of their their slowdown was in fact correct mm-hmm. and you know what's cool about this adam and, no i and, don't and dave I'll, I'll i'll include you in this too <laughs> is now all those people all those naysayers all those people that were saying that apple is just screwing you over trying to get you to buy a new product now because they can toggle this on and off they can do some actual real, real world tests on their own mm-hmm. i know i would do that um i would you know leave it off I would then go about in my day and see how long my battery lasted, and then I would toggle it on for the next day and see if there is an increase in uh, how long the battery lasts. Well, and it looks like they're also going to be adding something in there to give you some very transparent info about your battery health, which I guess is something pretty well, unprecedented. How can you read it if it's transparent? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> something pretty unprecedented in the, the mobile phone space because they're not talking just about like your battery um, charge indicator. They're talking about the actual health of your battery. It is important to note that in this um, uh, article that we've got linked up here, Tim Cook, you know, the Apple CEO, does say that he is cautioning people to not turn this off just because of the stability features and things like that that they talked about. So they must feel pretty confident that you know the the claims we've made out here about why we're doing this are accurate and are going to be found to be just, you know, that we were doing this. What I can't wait to see, and I'm going to make a prediction here, people are going to get this. They're going to be naysaying and and wanting to prove Apple wrong, like Jason had said he would do. And a bunch of people are (laughs) going to turn this off. They're going to find out that their batteries are actually crappy. And so rather than turning this back on and dealing with that, you're going to see more people going to buy new Apple iPhones because they're going to realize that their their phone is actually you know dying faster than they thought it was, and in a, in right. an unprecedented move, this will turn out to be a genius sales move by Apple. <laughs> well, I think they're so damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you don't mind me saying, I mean, it's mm-hmm. so here's oh Apple's slowing down my phone and now my battery for my battery. I don't believe that they're just slowing down so I buy a new phone. Right. Well, now let's say they never did that and your battery just really sucked. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be like, well, I don't have a user changeable battery. This Apple product is just right. Ugh, I gotta buy a new one. I, I think it's, honestly, this is a smart move by Apple to help prove that what they were doing wasn't it was indeed looking out for their customers. And you know, if what they're saying is true, if their claims are true, I think it is a very smart move by them to make everything super transparent here and let people see yep. what's really going on. Yep, they're following the Burger King model. Yeah. Which is your Burger way King right model? away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have it your way. I thought they were dressing up in creepy king costumes. <laughs> oh, that that new commercial, the Tulajan commercial. Yeah. Oh my god, that is horrible. That guy is so scary, man. I had a it's nightmare awesome. last night. <laughs> too legit. Too legit. Hi, hi. Now, um, here, oh. I'm, I'm going to block you here real fast because oh, I want... Uh, oh, wait. It wasn't me. Just for the record, it was not... <laughs> I wasn't segueing. Oh, okay. I, I was adding to the same story. Okay, go ahead, and then I got something for the story, okay. too. My only point for the for users listening and something that a lot of people don't consider, a battery is a maintenance item. It's a usable 
resource. You know what I mean? It's like the battery in your car. You have to change every five years. It's not like a battery is going to last the entire life of any device. Otherwise, we but wouldn't be buying so many of them. But well, it's easier to change a battery in your car than it is an iPhone. That's, that's the issue. true. Am I right? <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Jason. Well, what I was going to say was uh, now both of you two have iPhones. Um, Dave, I know he has a six S plus, and you have what, Adam? Did you say six S plus? Six S. <laughs> Sexy plus. ass plus? Yeah, sexy. <laughs> That's the phone model I usually roll with. <laughs> what do you have, Adam? Uh, I've got the seven. Yeah, remember because okay. he accidentally dropped his other oh, one. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna tell his wife about the truth. There, How come when we? you drop something, you appear to be throwing it on the ground at full speed <laughs> and running over it? That <laughs> <Yeah>, rocks. <laughs> Hitting it with a hammer. But what I was gonna say was both of you two have iPhones, and I think it's only the six and up that actually have been affected by this battery thing, right? Because there was never an issue before with the fours and fives that I ever heard of. Oh, I this don't is know. just a recent uh, phenomenon, right? Correct. I have no idea. Sure. Okay. Well, well, what I'm getting at here is, why don't you two test it? You have two different generations of the phone. Why don't you uh, both, you know, once they've implemented this to where you could turn it off, why don't you do a test for mm-hmm. us and get back to us? Yeah, I'll get back to you on that. All right. I want I want a 6s and a 7. Come on. Both generations. I want to see how this, how it works. Sure. Double generation phone test. Battery off. <laughs> Battery off. <laughs> oh man. Sounds like something laborious to get into. <laughs> laborious? <laughs> I just can't. I can't stop thinking of I'm, this. I'm gonna give you listeners a warning. This part may be slightly non-family friendly. Um, I don't know which of these guys was typing this, and we won't say just to protect the names of the uh, innocent evildoers. <laughs> but <laughs> should I not say it, Adam? No, go ahead and say okay. it. Okay. See, and I completely missed it, so I yeah. don't even know what you're saying. There's guys no cursing or anything. No, we're going to we're gonna talk about this new story from Nintendo where they're bringing out what they're calling the Nintendo Labo, or Labo, I'm not sure what it's going to be pronounced as. Labo! Labo! <laughs> as Jason's Nintendo talking about... Nintendo wants you to play with cardboard. Labo! Oh, no. Oh. Hide the deadly black tarantula in the Nintendo cardboard. Oh, man. So oh. now, <laughs> anyways, while Jason is talking about <laughs> pulling out win, you know, pu- the pulling out game last week, I looked down in the show notes and it says <laughs> N- Nintendo. Is there a game just called pulling out? <laughs> yeah, it says Nintendo labia. <laughs> and i'm like what did i type here and then all of a sudden i look back at him i go to delete it and i i look back at something else and that's changed i'm like now it says labor what am i doing here (laughs) i I thought i could not get this right but Uh, was it the labia majora i don't know but the nintendo labo or labo (laughs) what are we gonna call it labo or labo Labo. <laughs> so Labo is what we're going with, yeah. whether that's right or not. Oh, man. It's a good thing I do the music. <laughs> <laughs> so what this is, Nintendo has some very strange news it's here. It's one fold, two fold, three fold, done! <laughs> yeah, right? They're, <laughs> they're announcing uh, they're going to be releasing this interactive maker kit for the Nintendo Switch. They're um, being dubbed by TechCrunch as a next-level Lego kit that basically lets you 
um, DIY your own robots, pianos, fishing rods, all this kind of different stuff that interact with your Switch game console. Um, it's dumb because it's all made of cardboard. It's very know. dumb. I watched the entire promo. I thought it was the stupidest thing I've ever seen, but go ahead, Dave. I, I mean, the thing is, you know, we obviously, <laughs> we're not the target market for this. They're going after kids, but what's really, <laughs> they're going it would after last kids. my daughter's 30 seconds and it would be destroyed. Oh, I know. Ahead, and Dave. that's the thing. It's 70 bucks, basically $69.99. It's coming out and it's, it's all made of cardboard. Why wouldn't they make it out of like that? You know that cardboard? It's not cardboard, you know, made out of paper, but it's like a plastic, kind of corrugated plastic. It's, it's at not least. cardboard, but it's cardboard made out of paper. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? It's it's, it's not, not a contract. No, <laughs> that's what I was getting at. <laughs> I'm talking about the regular cardboard like shipping that, box, kind of yeah. Thicker. Or you see like real estate or political signs made out of it. It's like a corrugated yeah. plastic. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but you know, at least make it out of something like that. Because that's the thing I'm I'm most stumped by is how do they figure people are going to spend seventy dollars on this for their kids, and those kids aren't going to you know I they're going to be playing <laughs> right they're going to be playing with it and doing the things that they're supposed to be doing with this because it's an interactive maker kit robots pianos all this stuff how do they think this is going to last more than a day <laughs> exactly right. well I'm wondering if number one how resilient is it uh -huh. and Number two, it's you're cardboard. getting like you're getting like all these. I'm staring at it now, and I'm, I might be taking back my counterpoint because I watched the thing too, and I thought maybe this would la this would last longer, and that was going to be cheaper. I didn't realize it was seventy bucks. I thought it was going to be like twenty bucks because right. it's made of cardboard, right? <laughs> and I thought of Google Cardboard, which literally is a cardboard device that you put on your face, but these are like intricate things that you have to build and then actually have moving parts and stuff. So. I'm wondering yeah, like the... that fishing rod, that's going to last a long time. <laughs> right. I mean, kudos for them for Dad, thinking outside the box. where's my cardboard fishing rod? Yeah, I've got to catch <laughs> oh, some I virtual fish. He's <laughs> using it in the bathtub. It gets all soaked and falls apart. <laughs> now, the, it is cool to actually use your hands to put something together, but it at is. some point, it, is this... Buy him a 3D printer. Uh, you don't buy a Nintendo, or like a, a gaming system to do cardboard, you know, Kit projects. Right. Well, in yep. th in looking at this, I, I did a little research, and, and there was an excellent article I found over here on the Polygon.com uh, website by a, a lady named Emily Heller. Now, this came out right after Nintendo made this announcement, and these are what they call STEM toys. Um, you know, they're made for interactive learning. Parents help their kids build stuff. And mm -hmm. this is an article, and we'll we'll link you guys to the article, of course, in the show notes. So go check that out because we're not going to cover every one of these in depth. But they've got no. ten alternatives to this new Nintendo Labo or Labo that you can already buy. Which, basically, from what the article is saying, is head and shoulders ahead of what Nintendo's doing here, and they're not made of cardboard. Um, some of these are, are product names. I mean, I've never really heard of these. One is called Makey Makey, um, in, in which they've got videos of these, but you can make a piano out of bananas or Play-Doh or your dog. It's, it's basically a, a single board computer makes a controller out of anything by connecting it to it via alligator clips, essentially. Um, the Little Bits Droid Inventor Kit, you can build your own R2-D2, for example, um, Bloxels, Anki Overdrive. There's a whole bunch of these things. Piper and Kano are building little Raspberry Pi computers, teaching kids how to build and code different electronics. Um, you know, Lego Mindstorms and Lego yep. Boost, those have been around forever, and they've gotten even better. I mean, why would you spend yeah. the $70 on a cardboard box? Yeah, well, I, but Dave, 
Go oh, ahead. sorry. Jason. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, this is Digital Soup. We right. are a bunch of nerds, geeks, whatever you want to call us. Uh, Adams of Spazzo. We <laughs> Spazzo. We recommend you buy a 3D printer and a CAD program for your kids. They can create anything <laughs> so they want. So much easier. It and, is. And I mean, and, and no. then they can they can become architects someday. Well, keep in mind the the Lego Mindstorm is like a th- two or three hundred bucks for that unit, just the unit mm-hmm. alone. Right. My, my daughter was in the uh, the Lego League, which is the Lego Mindstorm like competition oh, awesome. thing, yeah. which was really fascinating to go watch because it's all the same kind of STEM making things and solving problems, sure. Um, rather than just vegging out in front of the TV. I don't think that this looks like it's in the same realm, well, even though some there's some folks on here that are saying this is really STEM related possibilities. You know, a lot of a lot of this. It comes with some sort of software as well, so it's not just cardboard you're buying. But right. uh, it, well, it's got an I, interface, I don't know. yeah. But Time I mean, will tell. There's some opinions Lego. out here that this is going to be the new like ace in the hole for Nintendo. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I'll give them this. I guarantee you there will be a metric crap ton of kids that will be begging their parents to buy these for them. Oh, now Dave wants to go metric. <laughs> you know, what country are you in? <laughs> the realism country. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just kidding. I, I know that there'll be kids <laughs> the that'll that'll convince their parents to buy these, but it's you know, thirty degrees Celsius right now. <laughs> <laughs> Lego does have their boost program though. There, oh, how many grams does it weigh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a more. Uh, I weigh about six stones and beginner friendly. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> but no, go check out this article. Hey, do you know what they call some... a quarter pounder with cheese in England? Royale with cheese. You know why? No. <laughs> oh, that was the next line, dude. Oh. Why? Of the metric system. Look at the big brain on Brad. <laughs> anyway, Dave, finish your thought. No, I Is that just, one of I those big saying... kahuna burgers? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, go ahead, check out this article because there are a lot of great alternatives out there. And I'm sure they range, like Adam said, from similar cost at the $70 mark up to much more, depending on how involved you want to get with it. But to me, I I can't justify. I mean, I don't have a switch, so I don't have to worry about it. But mm-hmm. I'd have a hard time spending 70 bucks on a on a chunk of cardboard. You know, I'm going to be interested to see what the actual reviews when people get this product in their hands. Mm-hmm. You know, are they going to be YouTube reviews where it's, well, this fell apart instantly and I ripped this piece so it's held together with tape. Right. Uh, that's what I wanted. You know, I guess well, time will tell. You know, those those there's a, a gif out, or gif out there, I should say, where it's like the panda in the office and he just gets angry and starts destroying desks. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. No. If you haven't, they're, they're hilarious. I have not. I just picture it someone. I don't I don't have it handy. I'll see if we can find it. But it's just, I just picture someone trying to put this together and punch out this cardboard and doing something wrong and getting frustrated and just all of a sudden it's cardboard smashed and flying everywhere and there's seventy dollars <laughs> right down the drain. Here's Dave. He's like, I don't have that uh link to that gift. Here's a bunny rabbit with a pancake on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I got a link to the GIF right here in the in the in the cast software. All right. Perfect. Um so along the lines of educational stuff, and you guys, this is a little bit of a rehash of a story that we we had prior about the uh, new Windows 10 S laptops, mm-hmm. which, you know, this isn't a Microsoft-branded laptop, but um, they are offering these $189 laptops, which it sounds like I just contradicted myself, but it's I think Lenovo is actually the one to come out with the right. the laptop in question, which is Microsoft's answer to kind of the, the uh, Chromebooks. Mm-hmm. And so it looks like they're actually finally going to come out with these things. $189, really basic Windows 10 S uh, Lenovo laptop. Right. 
What's what's cool about it here is it's uh it doesn't actually it, it there's two different versions of the 100e which is the one we're talking about here the Lenovo 100e. Uh you can buy one that has full on Windows 10 Pro and then one that has Windows uh S and uh which is which is kind of cool. I mean it's not a powerful system at all. If you take a look at the specs it's just running on an Intel Celeron dual core. Um it does have an 11.6 inch screen, but I mean you're not going to do anything past uh you know educational or some light business work and that's what this is aimed for 189 bucks you get it for you know uh high uh, high schools and uh, middle school uh, middle schools and elementary schools i guess all the schools i know my my daughter's school they all use chromebooks right now and uh this you know this is microsoft trying to get into that in, in you know trying to get their you know operating system into the schools because they've been losing uh, hardcore and uh you know it, i think it you know with office i mean office is used everywhere microsoft office in every every educational uh institution all, all the students get office 365 for free i'm one of them you guys don't you have to pay for it sorry about that guys <laughs> you know but um and so you know everybody has office for free on their uh Windows machine, either the you know the Pro or the S, but it's I mean it's 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 cool. It even has a camera, so you can do some you know video conferencing and stuff. It's just a low cost uh, laptop that can actually get some work done, educational and some business. I mean you're not going to do any gaming on this. Uh, probably Facebook games wouldn't even run very good on it, but uh, you know it's it's decent. I mean it's not bad, and I think this is the route to go because you know. Kids are rough on equipment. Kids are rough. Uh, you know, they they get into stuff on the internet they shouldn't be doing. You know, because you know, just click 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 a link. They're well, rough well. on life, exactly. <laughs> Especially on our houses, man. Gosh, this guy knows what I'm talking. <laughs> but but with a system like this, if you get the S variant or a Chromebook, you you can't do anything to those systems. They're really locked down. I mean, they have that walled garden uh, to where you can just install stuff from. You know the the specific either the Chromebook store or the Windows store. Uh, you know from this article we're talking about here. Now, if they got the full on Windows 10 on this, then you know of course they can you know install stuff from other sources. Oh. But uh, you know I, I I think this is the way. You know it's it's great. It's competing directly with the Chromebook, and it's more of a full fledged operating system and not just an operating system in a browser, which basically Chromebook is. Now, I the think what's an extra point on here, these, of course, are not huge laptops, uh, like this Lenovo 100E. It's 11.6 inch. Um, mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. these pass uh, 12 of the mil spec, mil standard 810G tests. They've got reinforced ports, hinges, semi-rugged design, a spill-proof keyboard with peel-resistant keys. Um, that's kind of awesome for... Yeah, a cheap, cheap laptop to be able to handle some, at least some beating for environmental. Because if right. it's going to be an educational setting, you know, it's well, going to get beat on. I've got to roll something back to back to what Jason was saying about this walled <laughs> garden. <laughs> this <laughs> this walled into a wall garden. <laughs> <laughs> back to this walled garden approach Jason was talking about, and I think that ASUS really dropped the ball on this one because they let Lenovo come out to market with this when. Asus, uh, the computer company, they're known for their ZenBook series. And what better marketing for a ZenBook than a walled garden ZenBook? Get it? See where I'm going with this? A nice oh, Zen with a Ryzen Zen. processor. Yeah, a nice Zen 
approach, they could have went all in on this. I mean, I think Asus really dropped the ball on this one. Mm. In in compensation for that, I think for me pointing out that flaw, Asus, you need to just send us each a new Zen book. <laughs> that's all. Just, that's, yep. that's just a little bit. I love your- my my Zen. Uh, what is it called? It's I have the Asus 10 inch Zen pad. Zen yeah, Zen folio? pad. And then we will become denizens of your. Ooh, <laughs> oh, I've wanted one of those high-end Asus Zen books for a long time. I love my Zen tablet. I'll tell well, you. If they're listening, it's on its way, right, guys? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> unless there's some kind of mix-up. Unless some Lenovo, kind of you think you can it. outdo a Zen book? I mean, prove it. Send us one of those. We'll we'll do it. Put your money where your mouth is, Lenovo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Voodoo and Apple had yeah. a communication mix-up. And you could almost say that it was a, uh, it was almost like Ragnarok. You know, <laughs> we're talking like in a, the end of the world here. Voodoo accidentally released Thor Ragnarok a month before it was supposed to. Um, some users on Reddit pointed out that, uh, hey, uh, this came available for download as soon as I pre-ordered it. Oh, awesome! <laughs> so both Thor and uh, both Thor, <laughs> you know Thor, Voodoo, and Apple—they're all in cahoots. You know those guys. <laughs> Voodoo and Apple both participate in the Movies Anywhere program, which lets consumers watch their movie libraries across mm-hmm. devices. Um, so they pointed out when they were doing the pre-order with Voodoo, the movie showed up immediately as available on iTunes. So Voodoo and iTunes mixed up a handshake somewhere on the release date, and iTunes iTunes seems to think that customers has rights have rights to watch the film right away instead of waiting. So, of course, what happened is people started grabbing this file, and poof, it's out on the internet. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We don't condone that, you know, as far as stealing or, or pirating, but you knew it was going to happen. What I want to know is how long did it take Apple to actually correct this so that, you know, people weren't doing this legitimately through their iTunes and what happens to those people now is are they doing something to try and stop those people from actually watching it that already downloaded it for offline viewing? I gotta imagine no. That'd I mean, I don't know what it. they could do. Yeah, are they just gonna have to you know bite the bullet here? I mean, they they <laughs> let it get out there. So please send us an email indicating that you're not gonna actually watch it until February. Right. Thanks. Click this <laughs> to agree. Yeah, you won't <laughs> yeah. open your presents till Christmas Day, <laughs> even though we sent them to you in July. Our bad. <laughs> Once again, our bad. Well, uh, it's it's one of those things where, I mean, kind of sucks, but really, I don't think it's going to hurt anybody because obviously the movie was finished and prepped and ready to go, so it's not like they're releasing some unfinished product out here or something, you know? Right. So what does it hurt? I, I think the best thing to come out of this would be Apple just saying, well, that one kind of went sideways in a hurry. Here we go, everybody. It's open for everyone. Just take it a month early, enjoy it, and have well, they it. should have said, you know what? You're welcome, guys. Here's yeah, we did that on purpose. You. Yeah, like we're, when you we're awesome. Fall. Buy more movies from us. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I meant to do that. Yeah, you chip and fall. <laughs> it was a mistake. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not like we're YouTube's new policies. Oh, oh they're failing. Uh, I heard, man. YouTube sucks right now. Yeah, somebody tell me a little bit about this. Dave, it's your story. Go. Yeah, basically, I mean, we all we've all heard about the events with you know recently with the adpocalypse stuff going on. I can't talk adpocalypse stuff that was going on uh, earlier this year or, or last year, I should say, in 2017, and then more recently, 
the crap hit the fan with Logan Paul and other celebrity YouTubers as some very distasteful things have been happening. Company has basically vowed to put in new policies in place, although they haven't really done anything to those people that did these despicable things. All they've really done with these new policies is put in new, I don't know what the word would be, guidelines, I guess, that are saying you have to have so many hours uh, in the last 12 months or whatever it is of watch time and so many subscribers in order to monetize your channel. Well, that's fine. These big names on YouTube have that, and they're going to have that because they've got huge audiences, and they're the ones that are causing most of the trouble right now and, and where the big controversies are. These new policies seem to actually just target and eliminate monetization for all of the small creators out there because like you know, us. Yeah, like us. I mean, we'd oh, have we're microscopic. <laughs> well, right. I mean, in, in fairness, we're not really pushing too hard on our YouTube channel or nothing, but I, I mean, there's a lot of people that have that four or five hundred subscribers and they need to have, I forget what the number is, a thousand subscribers and four thousand hours of watch time. And they're giving them less than a month or about a month to do it. And it's just, to me, it's just a poor move by YouTube, you know, and, and Google here. It just seems like they're really doing their best to say that they're fixing a problem while actually just kind of pushing their own agenda still and trying to make this platform more corporate at the same time, I guess. So mm. I'm not a big fan of YouTube right at the moment myself, but... Yeah, there's some funny stuff views. on here, Joe. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I should say <laughs> oh, I love still YouTube cat videos. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> oh, love lots YouTube. of them. I love them. <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen the cat scared of cucumbers? <laughs> oh, it's like crazy. Oh. Yeah. Why are cats scared of cucumbers? I don't so, understand. Uh, we've talked. We've had some stories in the past where we've talked about who's going to be the next YouTube. Who's going to take over for this? Because this machine has gotten big. Right. You know what I mean? YouTube. It's been around for a long, long time. Before yep. Google bought it, you know, anybody could upload anything and it was everything was free. There's no ads, no monetization, mm -hmm. none of that stuff. GeoCities. Well, and I should be clear, <laughs> that's what these new policies are. It's not changing who can upload to YouTube, it's just changing who can monetize their channel. So I mean, you and I, anyone else can still upload anything you want. And I think what it's gonna do though is just gonna drive people to look at other other ways of earning money through YouTube, like Patreon or PayPal or whatever it is. Honestly, the, the next biggest name that comes to mind for me would be Amazon. Yeah. You know, I mean, they do have their hands involved, I believe. Don't they own Twitch already? Uh, I could be wrong on that, but they sure. have their hands involved with Twitch. So there could be something there. Or you could see a company buy out something like Vimeo or, you know, one of these other companies and really put some resources behind it. So hmm. I don't know. So it looks like one of YouTube's uh, standards for eligibility, even to have ads, is 4,000 hours of viewing within the last year. Yeah. Oh, we got that. And 1,000 subscribers. So, so your content has to be drawing in at least 4,000 hours of views. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Which the hours of views isn't as big of a deal to me. I mean, it's still a lot, but when you look at it, if you had a five-minute video, just one video that got viewed, you know, 3,000 times, 4,000 times, you you know, even, uh, well, five-minute video at 1,000 times, that's, you know, if they watch the whole thing, that's 5,000 right there. So well, that, no, that's uh, 5,000 that minutes. Right. Yeah, is it hours? They're talking 4,000 hours. Oh, hours, hours. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, so wow. that is that yeah. is a lot more than, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, because who's... <laughs> I mean, cat videos get that constantly, but anything else? Yep. So it's basically if you don't go viral, 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and not only that, but it sounds like it's a rolling year. So at some point they're going to look at it and say, okay, they're going to review your account. Did you have enough in the last year? Nope. Okay. So now you're losing monetization, even though you may have had it forever and you might be making good money doing that. And I think that's, what's got so many people upset. I know my channel, my photo channel I had, which I haven't touched it in, in a long time. Uh, I'm closing on a year now, but I know I got emails and notifications that I was no longer eligible for monetization and things like that, which I never made much. You know, I had it turned down, but I didn't earn anything much anyways. But uh, you're being generous. You got six figures that one year. Yeah. If you counted <laughs> not even in pennies, like half well, you got, cents. You well, I didn't say which side of the decimal point. <laughs> I, owe, I owe them money. <laughs> I didn't realize that your Vanguard Alta Sky video was so popular. Yeah, yeah, that's my only one that was decent. What's the Vanguard Alta Sky? It's, it was it's a, a it's a camera bag. I, I did a oh, okay. unboxing. Two point seven thousand views. Yeah. Whoa, yeah, sweet. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, what my next closest. Have? <laughs> yeah, my next closest oh. video was uh, I think like three hundred or one hundred and fifty views or something when I was putting the work into, you know, a lot of photo tips and behind the scenes type stuff. So that's kind of why I gave up. Sure. On it. Well, both of our videos on our channel, Digital Soup Podcast, on the Raspberry Pi mm-hmm. have over a thousand views. Yep. Yeah, that's a pretty popular item, Jason. Nice. Yep. Sure. We need to I got to do some, some more videos. Those. I just can't ever find the time. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking about. Well, Dave, uh, Dave, uh, you know, I, there was a project I worked on, and I'm going to be doing some more projects like that. And Dave really wants me to do a video on it. And I just got to figure out how to do it. Yep, I want to get the see. time to do it because yeah, I mean, it'll be helpful for people out there, and it, yep. you know, it might go viral. You don't know. I'd want to see a, a video of what you did and a video of kind of your pit falls and things to avoid while doing it so i want i want two separate article content oh, he wants everything doesn't i'm giving it? you assignments because i think for digital soup we're starting to write more and put some more stuff up there as far well, as content. one of us is well, <laughs> but we're <laughs> right adam right you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, i don't think i have anything out there yeah, me neither <laughs> But we're, we're trying to trying to build some more content over there on the main website, and these videos and articles are a great way to do that. And so, I mean, to not and I, I hate sounding like it's plugging because it's us. It's not just me. I mean, I did write it, but just put up an article last week about uh, whether fitness trackers this time of year everyone's into fitness, trying to stick to those New Year's resolutions, and a, an article talking about whether or not fitness trackers are actually worth the money. So. Um, you can check that mm-hmm. out if you want. We've got some more stuff coming. I've got a lot planned. I've been in a writing mode lately. So, um, but Jason, I, I think this is something great that would be this project you've got, this mystery project. You know, it's out there now. Everyone here listening is going to know that you're sitting on something. So you need to get this done. I know. I'll have to work on it. <laughs> you know how it is. And what time is it? Yeah, I know what time it is. It's time for a kickoff. All right. So yeah. in the geek off this week, this is not necessarily tech related and uh, something that may be a sore spot, but Uh-oh. so it's a non geek off. <laughs> Dave's trying to break up the podcast. <laughs> it, it is a geek. It, we're geeks. It, it's it's more pertaining to our recent depression over the Vikings loss. Oh. And so I thought this was just topical. Normally I try and keep them in the. <laughs> Uh, normally, normally I try and keep these in the geeky and nerdy realm with something tech related or gaming or movies, something like that. But 
What I want to know in the geek off this week is as a Vikings fan, would you rather have lost the close game against the saints or losing a blowout one game away from the Super Bowl like they just did against the Eagles. You want to take this one first, Adam, since I did last week, or do you want me to just go? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I I would rather what happened happened. Give us at least that one sweet win. You know, even though there's that hopes, you know, we got our hopes up and it didn't happen. Um, One step closer is always one step closer. You know what I mean? Know what I mean, Vern? (laughs) Not me. (laughs) He said, you know what I mean, Vern? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ernest. <laughs> well, you know what? Because this is a geek off, I'm going to have to go the opposite direction. And I kind of mentioned this earlier when we we're talking about it. That last game, uh, you know, the game against the Saints, it it was pure unadulterated luck that we won it. It's uh, technically we should not have won it. Ten seconds left. You know, we we definitely shouldn't have got it. It should have just been a regular old tackle. Inbounds, time expires, and the Saints go on to the championship game. Yesterday's game was very rough. Uh, the Vikings, as we've talked about before, showed up for the first seven, eight minutes of the game, and then they went to, uh, as Dave said, because they love it, Buffalo Wild Wings and watched the rest of the game. <laughs> so um, mm. it hurt. Yesterday's game hurt, not because it was a great played game and we just lost at the very end just you know, by a couple of points. No, it hurt because we got our pants pulled down and we got spanked, <laughs> literally spanked. Uh, 38 unanswered points. Yep. So I think, uh, honestly, for me, if we were to have lost a close, hard-fought game, I would have felt better about it than getting murdered, which is what happened yesterday. So I say I wish we would have rather not, you know, Diggs would not have caught that pass or did catch that pass, but Williams knew how to tackle, and the game would have been over there. I I would have felt better just because, hey, we played a great game. Uh, We were evenly matched there. We're, you know, back and forth the last quarter, and we lost. I mean, Saints, you, you beat us. Go on and, you know, take on the Eagles. But we did not. I mean, th- this was like Dave, Adam, and Jason against <laughs> against the Eagles. That <laughs> that's how bad we played. We, you know, we might have still got that seven points. What do you guys think? We might have still done it. Yeah. The yeah. three of us against yeah, them. Yeah, but, sure. But yeah, I, I'm gonna go with that because I think I would have felt a little bit better. I could have held my head a little higher. But I know I'm going to come to work on uh, Wednesday because I'm uh, I'm off Mondays and Tuesdays just for our listeners so they know uh, those are my two days off. I'm going to go back to <laughs> I'm going to go back to work on Wednesday, and uh, all day long it's going to be like seeing what happened. What, 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 what were you guys thinking? Why didn't, didn't even want to play? Blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, instead of a loss, you know, uh, by one point uh, against the Saints, they'd be like, oh, hey, it was a good game. You guys fought hard. Yeah, there's always next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can see both sides of that where, you know, like Adam said, we got that. At least we got one moment to feel good about something, you know, where it's like, all right, maybe there's a chance. Yep. On the flip side, like you said, Jason, it really gave us that hope, built us up. And coming out, it, it's really like, you know, you're sitting there and it was such a slow, steady progression. And we opened up with that great drive and then just methodically got our butts handed to us because they just didn't show up. And it's almost almost yep. more – you almost feel like you'd be more proud of the team if they went down to the wire in a close game and just a last-second loss like that than just getting drubbed. But at the same uh, time, yeah. 
being that they got beat the whole game, at least it wasn't that emotional roller coaster, and it was just like, okay, whatever. I mean, it was, it was no doubt it was a letdown. Yeah, and I can definitely see Jason's point here. I would just, I would never take away that that yeah, win that they had. It was a great moment. Oh, I love I love that win. No, I, you didn't. You hated it. JasonDigitalSuperCast.com. I, <laughs> I absolutely love that win, but you know that win. If you had to change it out, I guess I understand it why. It led you me would. to that disappointment yesterday. So. Yeah. To bring us up to smash us now. Yeah. <laughs> it left me feeling a little raw, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. First you're talking about, uh, you know, pulling out. Now you're raw. I no, wasn't talking about anything like that. You were talking about pulling out games. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then WWE there was a spanking raw. in there. There was just everything. I just. Right. WWE Raw celebrates 25 years. Wow. Okay. They've been the WWE for 25 years. How long were they wow. the WWF? Monday Night Raw. Is, I don't know. <laughs> they, they can't call them the WWF. I'm being Monday facetious. Raw, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. They, they're celebrating a big 25th anniversary and... At the same time, there's rumors that they may be looking to make a change to their network after being on USA forever. Their contract is almost up, and it could be that they might be looking to jump networks, even potentially to something like Netflix or other streaming options. So that's have they been on uh, USA for 25 years? I thought I they were on a different network at one you know, time. I think they've been there the whole time because we used to switch over to USA from wherever WCW was back in the day. But I have to look. Okay, then maybe it was WCW that changed networks at one time. I can't. I can't. Well, remember. probably when when the WWE bought them, but. We don't usually talk a lot of wrestling. We've, you know, I, I don't know, Adam, how much you used to watch wrestling at all, but I know Jason. Not, and I used not to, much. Yeah, we used to just sit and watch it. I mean, every week it was Monday Night Raw and it was WCW Nitro, whatever it was called, and it was the Thursday Night SmackDown. We we were into it, and so thought this was just kind of cool to say congratulations as they celebrate that big milestone. And I also included a link here to the top 25 WWE Raw moments based on the list off of Yahoo Sports. Now, you may have your own favorites uh, you know, for listeners as you go through this, but there's some great ones on this list. We won't go into it because we're running close on time here, but definitely <laughs> something to go check out because they've got video, YouTube videos of all these moments on this site so you can go relive a lot of great times over the, the history of Monday Night Raw. Hey, real fast, can I tell you guys how awesome I am? Okay. Sure. All right. Raw moved from the USA Network to TNN in September 2000, which was rebranded to Spike TV in August 2003. Really? On August two, uh, August 3rd, 2005, Raw returned to the USA Network, where it has remained uh, until today. Interesting. Oh. So they haven't even stayed there. They're celebrating this 25 years. Maybe, maybe the big deal is just that Monday Night Raw has been going steady, not just on the same network. But I knew I wasn't stupid. <laughs> well, that makes one of you. Did you <laughs> that know? Makes one of did, did you really know? <laughs> I did know. Yeah. You know what else? I, I, I know? think if I had to pick one raw moment, uh, and now that I'm thinking about it, it was a pay per view, so never mind. <laughs> I mean, there are so many great ones. Yeah, Mick Foley getting his championship. Remember when Chris Jericho came from WCW to Monday Night Raw as the Y2K whole spiel? Yeah. There were some great moments back in those days. I thought he was better, though, in WCW. I enjoyed his character a lot more. Uh, Wasn't it WCW or was it WWE where he was, every time he would lose or something, he was going through the rule books and, and... you know, saying, oh, think, hey, no, no, no. Look I think at this. that was WWE, but I, I, it's been okay. so long I could be wrong on that. But 
Yeah, I I mean I enjoyed wrestling back in the day uh, mm-hmm. a lot. Like like Dave said, we did uh, you know, there was what was it the late 90s very early 2000s uh that we would no it was late 90s wasn't yeah, it yeah through about 96 uh 97 98 all the way through the early 2000s yeah yeah we would watch uh raw and then we'd watch uh wcw because they would rebroadcast that later mm-hmm. i just remember playing a lot of the games yeah, oh yeah and 64 right yep, yeah yep, four exactly. players See, and I, I remember on the playstation one the uh smackdown the attitude game no no oh, oh, smackdown attitude. i played a lot Later on, that was a little bit newer game. Yeah, I think that was PS2, right? No, that was PS1 still, but I know they had the, the SmackDown and SmackDown 2, but they also had the the raw attitude, I think it was. It was a, one of the first times you could go in and really fully customize your wrestler and all uh, of that stuff. It was, it you was made yourself, crazy. didn't you? What? You made yourself, didn't you? And it, was, it was called <laughs> <Maybe>. the Swizz. <laughs> <laughs> Genocide. Speaking of, yeah. Of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was hoping no one would bring that up, but <laughs> no, speaking of classic PlayStation games, you guys see the new trailer for uh, the next Tomb Raider movie? No, uh, is it good? It looks. Are good. you serious? You haven't seen it, Adam? Yet. Uh, it is awesome, dude. Yeah. You have to check it out. It is amazing. I thought what? the first one was good, but this one is even better. Yeah, we've uh, got the second trailer for it, the official trailer, and it looks really good. And I just realized, it, go ahead. Does it have that Angelina Jolly in it? No, oh. it has. It actually has a good-looking woman. <laughs> this I can't think of her name. Jason, look up. Look up who that the star was Dave is. Dave at Digital no, Soup. <laughs> it was not. But Jason, look up who the actress's name is. It's, it's yeah, something she's Vickers. She's Alicia foreign. Vikander. Vikander, and she is the same woman that starred in Ex Machina as the robot. Ah, really? Yep, okay. I'm pretty sure that's the same woman. So, um, But the new trailer, yeah, it, it looks like they're doing a fantastic job. Very this, good, so. very good. Yeah, check that out. We'll have we'll it linked right on the, on the Digital Soup podcast page. You can see the whole video right there, and like I've said before, they're embedded in, so you don't have to leave or go out to YouTube or anything else. You'll be able to just watch it right there. So Good perfect. job, webpage coders. <laughs> hey, you know, this isn't the first time, of course, Tomb Raider's been out. Right. Um, what are some other reboots or spinoffs that we're seeing out there, even in the small screen? Yeah, I mean... With the news of the Continental that we talked about last week, seems like there's a whole bunch of TV shows that are set to get the the spinoff and reboot treatment here. I mean, we put a list mm-hmm. up, but I mean, we talked. I think we mentioned before about Roseanne getting the reboot, and that um, is so weird. It yeah, is. I don't, I don't want to watch that. You know, I, I, I do though, and it's really crazy. I was wondering how they're going to handle the two Beckys. Do you guys remember how the one daughter Becky changed yeah. partway yeah. through? And well, what's even weirder is uh, the the father died. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So how, how gonna... are they doing this? Is this a yeah. prequel with all the kids being older? Oh, no. <laughs> she'll replace him with Tom Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, I wonder if he'll show up, though, because he used to show up on the show from time to time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, I'm excited for that, though. I think it'll be all right. But you're seeing shows, you know, American Idol's coming back. Remember the movie Heathers from back in the 80s? You know, I do. I love that movie, and I watched the trailer for the uh, TV series, yeah. and it looks atrocious. Yeah, it looks absolutely really atrocious. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, there's so many shows. The Bachelor Winter Games. Um, you know, go ahead. I'm looking through this list, and it just looks like garbage to me. Yeah. For some a reason. lot of there's it a, is. There's a few that stand out to me, like Black Lightning. I, I hear is is supposed to be. I don't good. remember so, that. I don't remember Black Lightning at all. 
Well, this is the, a spinoff the, of CW's Arrowverse. And oh, so, I thought these were reboots. No, all there some are reboots. Reboots and some are, are spin-offs. spinoffs. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, okay. I'm yeah. interested in Lost in Space because that is a Netflix yeah. reboot, and Netflix studios are putting out some pretty decent content yeah. as of late. Well, I and thought you'd the, be excited about Queer Eye. <laughs> I never watched that one when I was when no. I was out. Mayans MC, which is a spinoff of Sons of Anarchy. That oh, sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. Shira. Shiro is a big story. What about, yeah. about He Man? Well, they've rebooted He Man a bunch of times. Oh, have they? A couple they times they've, they've tried, yeah, <laughs> and it hasn't gone. So they they decided to do the Shira at this time. But the reboot will be a modern take on He Man's twin sister that Netflix says celebrates female friendship and empowerment. Oh, mm-hmm. possibly, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Possibly that the biggest be favorite. Instagram clip. Muppet Babies coming back early 2018 yeah. on, on the Disney Baby. Channel. The it Continental, like a, of course, which we... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, you're on it's going to be a CG animated series uh, ah. instead of the old, you know, hand-drawn. Bridezilla's, woo-hoo. Rocco's yeah, Modern yeah. Life, I remember. Well, it's just that I'm seeing like Jersey Shore, American Idol, Bridezilla's. <laughs> a lot of, uh, what do you call them, reality shows, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're seeing a, a handful of those yeah, coming back. But, I mean, for the, the core of it, I mean, there's a few good ones that look potentially pretty darn good like you say lost in space the sons of anarchy spinoff the the Arrowverse spinoff i i don't care about the you know reality tv ones who cares about that yeah but a train in space was kind of funny but you know yeah I again just looking forward to play. what's that looking forward to casually seeing john wick in the background of the continental oh i know i think that's the perfect <laughs> way i've heard a lot of discussion about how people are so excited and you know oh he'll probably be back maybe just one or two episodes and that's it and I think it'd be great if they just filmed a bunch of sequences that they could use throughout the whole series where randomly it's like an Easter egg. Can you spot John Wick in this one? <laughs> He's just in the Well, background. maybe they'll just have like a picture of him in the lobby. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. in the credits Employee uh, of based the on John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Or guest no longer allowed. Right. He did business right. at the Continental. Like he wrote bad oh. checks or something at Walmart. <laughs> they, got, they, they got his check. They got his gold coin there. Yeah, yeah. I'd say they didn't write checks. It's, it's fake coins. Right. Yeah. No, no. Uh. Yeah, I just said like he was uh, someone that wrote bad checks, like you'd see at Walmart oh, okay. or something. <laughs> they don't write checks. Hey, well, what do we know about people at Walmart? Well, yeah, they're not smart <laughs> enough to write checks at oh, Walmart. Jason at digitalsuitpodcast.com. <laughs> I shop at Walmart. Yeah, um, I, I do too. <laughs> I think it might be time for a little bit of a gonna geek. That's right. It's time so. for a gonna geek. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. We've got uh, this week on the Gonna Geek Network. As listeners, as I say every week, we are proud members of the Gonna Geek Podcast Network. You can find all kinds of shows over there at gunnageek.com. And this week, the show we want to point out to you guys for you to give a listen to is called "In Defense of." Uh, they've got episode 44 showing up here. It's called When Harold Met Spolin. Uh, it says, yes, and joined by players pa- past and present, they look at the unpredictable yet strangely organized world of improv comedy. Could be a kind of a fun show to listen to because that's a crazy world when you, when you start getting into the improv world. So a lot of crazy stories. You can check them out in defense of over on the Gunna Geek Network at gunnageek.com. Gunna Geek. Oh, what is that? It's time for the weekly garnish. Mm, Very nice. What do we have this week? 
Well, what we have, and I, I decided to throw this in here because I have yet to do a garnish, and I'm like, it's about time Jason does a garnish. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? This mofo needs to put out a garnish. Yeah, yeah, a little bit only... of Cajun uh, seasoning in here, you know? <laughs> it's only after a year you finally got around to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I put in here is, uh, as you guys know, I uh, I like to dabble with uh, you know building computers here and there. You know, I've been doing it for what? 20 years now probably built uh, hundreds of computers there's just not a resource out there where there wasn't a resource out there prior to this for those uh brand new people who wanted to dive into oh hold on. hey i didn't know i was going to do that but when i said it i had to do it <laughs> he uh, tricked himself <laughs> yeah uh, that want to dive in and uh, do their first build uh but there's you know as adam can tell you there is a lot of stuff you have to uh keep in mind because a lot of people don't understand that there's there's different motherboard sockets out there uh with the different chipsets uh you know you can't just pick a processor a motherboard ram throw it together and it's gonna you know work without doing any type of research uh you pick out your processor first then make sure that you get a motherboard that'll work with that processor and uh, and then not all memory is created the same and it won't, you know, all memory will not work with every motherboard uh, because there's different speeds, there's different varieties. You got, you know, you're not going to buy uh, DDR anymore, but, you know, there's two, three, four, et cetera. Four is hella expensive, by the way. But there's a service out there, or I should say a website. It's called PC Part Picker. So PCPartPicker.com. We do have it linked in here. And what's awesome here is it it goes through the process for you. So say you pick your processor, you have all these different options here, you pick your processor, and then you click on motherboard. You wanna know what this does? This only lists motherboards with that socket. So you say you pick out a Ryzen chips, uh, a Ryzen processor. It's only going to show you AM4 socketed motherboards. It's not going to show you those Intel variants or, you know, AM3s that the F, uh, FX line used. Uh, so you're not going to buy an incompatible uh, part. It's so nice. Uh, so for Dave... This is for Dave here. Dave's right. going to build himself a, a computer. He knows what processor he wants. You know, now he can pick the perfect motherboard. And another awesome thing about this is, you know, it, it lists all the motherboards that are compatible with it. You click on it. It gives you all the specs on it uh, so you can see, you know, how many ports it has, you know, wh what the North uh, Bridge and South Bridge chipsets are, et cetera. And then it lists all the different companies that sell it with a direct link. You just click on it. It'll take you to Newegg, take you to Amazon, et cetera. So it, it makes it so nice and simple for... Uh, not only, you know, the experienced user who wants to quickly, you know, find their stuff, but for that new person that wants to start dabbling in it, but they want to make sure that they buy compatible parts. Yeah, it's a great resource. Now, as you were talking, I went through and picked just by default the cheapest of every part. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Adam. $243 machine here. It's a Core 2 Duo. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I didn't even know they sold those new anymore. Actually, I think that might have affected the price of the motherboard for that socket. It was one hundred and twenty dollars. So. Oh my! Yeah, because AM fours, uh, like uh, with the new Ryzen's, you can get those all the way down to forty four bucks with <laughs> some nice specs. This guy knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so PC part PCPartPicker.com. Yeah, fantastic. It's another. It's, when I was building my machine, I used I used this a little bit and took a look at it. It's it's actually just a wonderful site for anybody building or just even seeing what your machine could look like and getting it all lined up for your budget and everything. Just great. Plus, they have build guides there and stuff like that on, and some pre-built machines that you can take a look at and part sure. out. 
Yeah, it's it's awesome. Very, very cool. Yeah, good choice. Ah, well, it's about that time, fellas. Hey, you know what? <laughs> it's, it's, you time know what? For, it's time to be done. Go ahead, Dave. No, Adam, I know you're you're just gonna just gonna get into your wrap up. Um, I was gonna wrap. Here. Yeah, getting ready to, to wrap us up. The one thing I, I wanted to mention is that we have started trying to get our Instagram page a little more active. And so if you haven't yet, listeners, go ahead and find us. We've got links on the website uh, for that. And so make sure and head over to Instagram because we're putting up some fun stuff there, a lot of different pictures and and different uh, tech and geek-related stuff along with some sound clips and different things. So go check it out because we're, we're hoping to have a little fun over on Instagram, especially with a lot of the changes happening with Facebook and other things, which we haven't talked about here yet. But um, I think it could be a good avenue and, and somewhere just fun for people to touch base. So, Great tip, Dave. Thank yeah. you. Good right. job, Dave. Well, leading off of that, um, our website is digitalsuitpodcast.com. And Jason, you can try to seg block me, but you can't. Oh, you can't just barreled right down. through it, man. Just barreled through it. We're trying to get out of this episode. You were Everyone's just like so Marcus sick Williams. You just lowered your shoulder and rolled right into me. Much yep, like LeGarrette Blunt. Ghost. LeGarrette so, Blunt did, running over Andrew Sendejo <laughs> in yesterday's game. Oh, let's uh, not talk about it. Digitalsuitpodcast.com. <laughs> you, can subscribe, you can subscribe to all our stuff and see us <laughs> on social media. Oh, man, he's really crying. Say hi to us on Facebook. Uh, subscribe <laughs> to us on iTunes. Tell a friend about us. And uh, don't be shy. Interact with us. We want to hear more from you guys, the listeners. You can always hit the contact us link and send in a question or something. And hey, if you want, we can even read it on our, our live show here. Oh, we love to live, but we can read it and discuss your question there. And uh, it'd be kind of awesome. So uh, from all of us at the Digital Soup Podcast to all of you out there in the world, thank you so much for joining us. Catch you next week. Take care, guys. Later, Gators. Copenhagen. (laughs) Kodiak. Uh, I can't think. Skull banded. (laughs) It comes in little pouches. You don't get it all in your teeth. It's so nice. Grizzly. (laughs) I can't think of any other uh, snuff. What what else is there? Uh, Chattanooga. Is that one? Red man. Red man. Yeah, there you go. I thought that was gum. (laughs) Red man? (laughs) No, that's like old school. Husky, kayak, timberwolf, rooster. Okay, it sounds like code words now. Husky, (laughs) kayak, (laughs) rooster. Okay, Peyton. Rooster. (laughs) Take it easy, Peyton. There you go. (laughs) 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 (laugh